0: The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900CHML.
1: Hello everyone, this is Rob Golfy with Remax The Golfy Team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition with host. Rick Zamprin.
2: It's another beautiful Saturday here in the city of Hamilton. Whatever the weather is, it's always a beautiful day when we get to talk real estate with Mr. Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them on the World Wide Reb. That's the World Wide Web. RobGolfi.com That's Rob G-O-L-F-I dot com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales 905-575-7700 That's 905-575-7700 Follow the Golfi team on social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give them a like. Give them a follow. Uh, Great videos. Awesome information relayed to you, the listeners. If you have a topic idea for a future program or for a question for the Golfie team you would like addressed on a future show, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. We have plenty of topics to get to today, including why you need to stage your home, why it's important to do so. We'll talk about trends to watch for in the Hamilton housing market this year. Boomers are the only group, remarkably, to boost their share of Canadian mortgages. We're also going to chat about a home equity tax, and uh, it's it's not for sure, but it has been talked about. There have been reports conducted. Will the government, the federal government, implement a new tax for your home? We will find out uh, fairly soon, I would think. We have a special guest on the show as well today. Melissa Ruder is a sales representative with Remax Scarpman Realty, the Gulfie team. Melissa, welcome to the show. How are you?
3: I'm good. Thank you for having
2: me. Thanks for hopping on board. Rob has uh, stick-handled his stick handled his way through a number of special guests, whether it's Phil Golfie or uh, Lou Tallarico. A host of others have joined <laughs> us on the show, so it's nice to add to the list. Welcome aboard.
1: We just want to add a little uh, character and flavor to the uh, show yeah. so that uh, it's just not me they're hearing all the time. So I don't know how you do it, Rick. Everybody loves listening to you, but you know what? that's uh, you're good at it so that's uh, so that's why i'm bringing some other people here with me excellent well you you are um, too
2: but, as well and i, I think we're, we're going to be uh, uh nicely supplied surprised with what melissa brings to the table as well but l- let's kick off the show talking about uh, another active market here in hamilton it doesn't seem to be really slowing down and the numbers are bearing that fruit in the appointment center how busy has it has it been it 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 is jumping
1: and it's actually more uh busy than January of 2021 um so week to week i guess uh total appointments they're up 34.7% from the same week last year versus the same week this year so and and i know that uh, on our on our first 20 deals um 17 of them are all over asking price so Rick, this is this thing's not stopping. It, it looks like it's just as bad as the pandemic itself. Uh, it's just going on, and 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 it's and I don't know how long it's going to keep going. I think it will. I, I think it will stop in in the spring sometime in the March or April. It'll just say, okay, we hit the ceiling, and then it's just going to uh, uh, float along there. But again, even though you don't think there are deals, there are deals. Now I'm not sure if I remember if I told the story last week about my friend buying a house privately.
2: Did I talk about that one? No, I don't think so.
1: So, so a friend of mine, I sold his house and, uh, and his closing date was coming up uh, is coming up at the end of this month uh, of January. And, and they had a quick closing. He understood that he was going to rent a house. And I says, don't, I says, get something. So he had an opportunity to buy a house privately and and the house privately, he had the opportunity to buy was 1.2 million which does, is, is a lot, but it's not a lot really uh, what's going on in the, in the, in the housing market. So I said to him, I go, look, I says, make that deal, live in there temporarily, at least you're in the market. And then you, then you, you've got time and room to breathe and find the house that you really want. Don't because right now you're looking at, you're desperately looking and you're, you're going to buy something. And then once you move in six months later, say, ah, we should have waited maybe a little longer. It's like anything else, you know, you, you, you've got this pressure on you. So this house came up for sale uh, that he had the opportunity to buy. And he had the opportunity to buy that for a while. And I said, I said to him, look, make the deal with him. I, I, I said, because you know what? I think it's a good deal. So anyway, just as he's making the deal, right, the week that he's making the deal, this was last week, uh, a house on the same street, same house uh, style, everything goes up for sale and it's listed at 1.3 million and they're holding offers. And I go, Oh my God. So already, already, I says, I said to him, you've got to make this deal before that they sell that house. We've got to make the deal. So he made the deal and, uh, 1.2 million, all set and done private deal. And they, uh, they sell, they have, they held the offers and, the outcome of those offers, it sold for 1455000 <laughs> So there's two, there's two lessons here for everybody to understand. One, do not sell privately. <laughs> I'll tell you that <laughs> because, because the people that sold privately to these people, like I haven't seen the house, nothing. They sold privately to, these pe- to my friends and they, that's one mistake that a seller made selling privately. Number two mistake is um y- you 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 got to stay in the market. So and that, and that, and that's what I try to prevent. from uh my friends uh doing because they were going to rent and and the rent was going to be about 48 to $50,000 for the next 12 months. Huh. And I said, "Well, you're going to lose 48-50,000, but because they made a private deal and the house down the street sold for 255,000 more than what they paid for, and I said, "Now you're in the market. So now you can breathe, you can wait till the right house comes up for sale. And then you can sell that one and you're building equity as you're going. So those are the two lessons, guys. Listen, I'm telling you, be careful selling privately in this market. You are going to save money on one way, but you're going to lose a hell of a lot more money the other way. So be very careful.
3: Yeah, a lot of sellers, um, you know, a number of them, they do seem to be intrigued. Well, if this, this market is like this and it's a true seller's market, you know, I can sell privately and they get very um, enthralled by it. Um, but the reality is you need... In order to get these, um, you know, exorbitant prices, you do need eyes on it. You need the marketing. You need that. And then that's the way that you get the big bucks for your house.
2: I will say, and it wasn't too long ago where I noticed um, a few more private listings. You know, you see those signs on the lawns. But recently, I'd say over the last year at least, I've seen very few of them. I I remember seeing one maybe over the last six months. Are you noticing the same kind of decline in private sales as well?
1: Absolutely. Uh, right now, there is very little inventory. I think uh, I, so little that that I mean, you're getting 50 to 100 showings on every house that goes up for sale. And so like right now, like, I don't know how long this will last when, when there's a, a, a thing like this in the spring market that's happening where uh, there is multiple offers. There's more buyers than sellers. It, it, it eventually slows down and stops it will happen just like it did in 2017. It it will slow down and stop, and then it'll just level out. So when is that? We don't know. But I know it's within the next two to three months. So between now and three months, it will stop. So you guys are thinking about selling right now? Do it. I mean, this spring, do it now. And I, I get it. The only people that are really looking at, like if people are relocating to a different city or a different province or whatever... I mean, they're putting up their houses for sale and selling. Now, if you're looking at, uh, selling and buying, that is, I get it. That is the tough dilemma. And, uh, and, and then you get worried. You don't know what you're going to get for your house. Well, be very careful. Make sure you get the right agent because if somebody overestimates your house, what you're going to get, and then you end up buying another house and you pay more for that because you thought you were going to get a lot more for your own house. Be very careful. A lot of people got caught in that trap. So make sure, you hire an experienced realtor to get you the uh, to know exactly what your house value is going to be. Another set of stats. And, and
2: a, oh, sorry, Melissa, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just going to say, you know, and an agent um, that um, you know is going to know, you know, how to attractively price it and market it for for the market. Um, you know, the putting the price at where you're going to get the eyes on it, um, and that's the key. And having a real estate agent. You know who understands that and can explain that to you and alleviate your fears about listing a little bit lower than you anticipated uh but the, the payout might be a lot more than you
2: anticipated. Yeah speaking of price just going back to the appointment center statistics and the top 5 price ranges area of the uh, of the statistical breakdown in Hamilton very very interesting to note that the previous week the top price range was between 1 and 2 million dollars so obviously a lot of luxury homes likely in the Ancaster area uh, going up for sale and being sold the current week however the the top 5 or the top price range is 450 to 500,000 so there's still uh, those types of homes being sold right now?
1: They are. So a lot of those homes are the ones that uh, maybe have listed for 400, and they're getting 500 for it right now. Right. Like, um, okay. it's, um, you, you'd be I was just checking on the system today. In Hamilton, under 400, between 100 and 400,000, I think there was, uh, I think there was 14 properties for sale. <laughs> and, and, and there was a few. I think there was one or two that weren't holding offers. There was one that wasn't holding offers. Basically, the house is condemned. It's it, so it's listed at two ninety nine nine, and uh, it was uh, it, Whoever buys it will have to just gut the whole thing. You could see there was mold pictures and right. uh, in the house and everything. But it, it's a two and a half story brick. It's in Hamilton. Basically, they're selling the lot. But I think two uh, two ninety nine without holding offers on that one. That one there is, is is worth it. You can put another two hundred grand into it. You got yourself maybe a seven hundred fifty to eight hundred thousand dollar house.
2: Is Canada going to implement a new home equity tax sometime soon? We will debate that when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on nine hundred CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900CHML. house is a very, very, very fine house with two cats in the yard. Life used to be so hard.
2: Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. On the line once again, Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Also from the Golfie team, our special guest today is sales representative Melissa DeRuder. You can contact them at 905-575-7700 if you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house. you got to call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team, that phone number again, 905 575 Seven seven zero zero Online, the website is robgolfi.com. That's robgolfi.com. Give them a like and follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you have a topic idea or a question, send the Golfi team an email. Questions at robgolfi.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfi.com. Still to come, we'll talk about trends to watch out for in this housing market in 2022 and why it's important for you to stage your home if you are putting it On the market, but let's get to what is going to be, I think, a hot topic over the next at least a week or so, maybe even longer than that, and that revolves around a proposed new home equity tax. So this is interesting because this is a CMHC-funded report that looked into yet another tax for Canadian homeowners, which would be calculated by. Um, uh, looking at the, uh, the the price of a home, and you'd you'd have to pay a tax if you were to sell that home. So the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Um, released a home equity tax calculator and uh, here, here's an example so a toronto home that in 1980 was purchased for $250,000 today let's just say it goes for 1.2 million dollars the tax on that would be be between 51 and $190,000 so we're talking a big chunk of change what are your reactions to this proposed new home equity tax
1: I, I think, I can't even believe they're going down that road. Um, I, I, it's just, uh, we're, us as Canadians, we're paying a lot of money in taxes. If you think about it, we, we pay tax when, when we make our wages, right? And, we, and then after that, you go buy um, things that you need for yourself. You pay tax on top of that. And then if you're, you know, vehicles, everything else, you're just, you're continuously paying tax. You're ta- paying taxes on property. You're paying tax everywhere, I think I don't. I can't believe the people that are bringing this up. They must. They must be renting. <laughs> like, they must be renting houses because uh, they're saying, "Hey, listen, let's stay renting. Let's, let's let these guys uh, pay taxes." I, I don't know. I, I don't think it'll go through.
3: Uh, I, know,
1: I'd be surprised.
3: Yeah, you know, for me, it's uh, you know, kind of a tax is like a band aid solution. Is that really going to affect change? And what will be the ramifications in the long term on it? You know where is kind of that grassroots ground up kind of thinking rather than, um, you know, just another tax. And, you know, my concern, uh, I have a background in healthcare uh, and working with the elderly and, you know um, you know, my in-laws, my parents, you know, the equity in their house is going to go towards their care. You know, when they end up say in a retirement home where you can pay up to $10,000 a month, $12,000 a month per couple, right. Or long-term care, you know, is this going to punish, punish, uh, you know, these homeowners or even homeowners like myself who have moved up the ladder, um, you know, to me, there's other solutions that may be a little more difficult, a bit more complicated, but in the long run would lead, um, you know, just to better for society in general, even in overall health and well-being.
1: Well... Rick, if there's a, you know how there's a housing shortage now, there'll be even more of a housing shortage of that because people will say, you know what, I'm not going to pay that tax. I'll just stay here a little longer and yeah. and do what I want to do here, and so people will stay in their houses longer, and it, it and then now people aren't going to be moving as much. It'll slow the economy down and everything else. But I, I think it's a bad idea. Uh, adding a tax to um, to homeowners when they're selling. when they're you know when they're buying, they're already paying a hefty land transfer tax and, and property taxes and everything else on on the property. But I, don't, it's, uh, I, I think it's a bad idea. I don't even know why they even came up with uh, a, a, a study like this.
2: And again, we should remind our listeners, too, that this is just in the proposal stage. It's just a report by the CMHC, so nothing is coming down the pipe. But this tax would be calculated per year, and homeowners would have the option of paying um, that tax each year or defer it until they sell their home. And I thought of two things. Number one, um, what you just mentioned, Rob, fewer people are going to want to sell their homes because they don't want to pay this tax, or um if they do put their home on the market they'll say all right my tax is going to be x i'll just add that amount to the listing which is going to make homes a more affordable and could even limit supply as well so this this has the opposite effect of what we're trying to do
1: well absolutely it's 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 not a good thing and they should just throw this away forever just throw it out and burn it and not even have it come back up that study again
2: <laughs> burn it explode it submerge it in water throw it into yeah, throw it yeah. into outer space and yeah forget
1: about <laughs> shoot it shoot it shoot it into outer space and uh, and maybe a thousand years they'll say I can't believe they did this or even thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, let's let's move on to our wow. next topic. Let's bury this topic and move on to our next one. Uh, boomers, baby boomers, are the only group to increase their share of Canadian mortgages. This is a report from uh, Equifax Mortgage Data uh, that shows that uh, a, a lot of boomers are behind what we've seen in the housing market. Is is this true? I can't believe it. Yeah, I read this.
1: Rick, I I was surprised to see that boomers are actually, you know, are taking equity out of their house, you know, to do whatever they want. But I I was, I was really shocked uh, about that. But I mean, boomers, I mean like my parents would never ever think about uh, mortgaging their house. That, That was the first thing they would do, like they're immigrants. And it was the first thing they did when they came to this country, buy a house, pay it off. And then you're, that's it. And so they came from a different generation Baby boomers, um, I you know obviously they were born right after the war, and uh, from I guess 1944 1945 and on uh, to nineteen sixty four, and so I guess yeah they they've got a lot of equity they they do have money and they're probably taking equity out of their place but I, I was surprised it was as high as it was yeah for uh, for for them uh, refinancing their houses so
3: and I was kind of wondering too you know what could these numbers also mean you know are there Boomer parents who are taking on a bit, uh, another mortgage to help out um, a child, you know, are they thinking, you know, um, especially with COVID, okay, I've got my house, but maybe I'd like to purchase uh, a condo somewhere or a cottage, Um, you know, and are they investing to pay for those upcoming costs of retirement living um, and long-term care living, Um, you know, because I was surprised to see that as well, because just as Rob said, you know. Um, That generation definitely were the ones that, you know, pay down that mortgage, pay down that mortgage.
2: Yeah, not only that, not only that we're seeing a lot of boomers um you know sell their homes and then move to their you know the, the last place that they're going to live in cash in on their you know million dollar homes in the GTA and maybe in some cases here in Hamilton as well and move to places like Niagara and Brantford, which has really seen a spike as well but for them to you know take on a new mortgage maybe maybe they want to take that uh, you know that uh, that trip although you can't really travel now or at least if you do you got a quarantine <laughs> and the like so it's not as fun uh, or or maybe even make some home improvements because one day they know they're going to sell their home and they're going to want it to sell it maybe for a little bit more.
1: Oh, well, yeah, uh, yeah. And you know what? I mean, interest rates are so cheap now. Basically, you're paying off more uh, equity than you are interest, so it's it's not it's not a bad gig. For if you're get, if you got interest rates at two percent, two and a half percent, it's worth taking the money out. You know what I mean? And yeah. buying something else that that's going to increase and give you ten percent on your money on your return. Uh, if you're buying another house or or you're improving your home, so. So interest rates, I mean, are so, so low that it, it, yeah, that that's an opportunity for a lot of boomers, I guess, that they're taking advantage of. Yeah, because
3: there was a line in this, in this article that did say, you know, they cashed out or they, they did big, you know, with the sale of their home. And they say, so why not roll the dice and see where we can land uh, in another place, in another uh, property and
2: see what we can make on that as well. You can listen to our show through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfie Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. It's Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Melissa DeRitter, sales representatives with REMAX's Scartman Realty, The Golfie Team. Call them today at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. Let's switch gears and talk about trends to watch out for in the Hamilton housing market in 2022. And what many people are asking is, are prices going to continue to go up? What's your crystal ball telling you? Uh, I say yes for the next uh, four months uh, uh, that they are going to
1: keep going up. Or uh, you know, like the government of Canada is ma- making a uh, major housing uh, you know re- an announcement today at, uh, or actually on, on. Uh, uh, what is it Wednesday, Thursday, hmm. Thursday, they made an announcement, you know, in uh, announcing that the tax of 1 million houses, a house is $1 million dollars or more uh, uh, for new rules or purchasing investment property. So they are going to make an announcement in regards to, uh, to the uh, uh, taxes on houses over a million. Okay. Absolutely. New rules, new rules are coming out, but uh, housing prices are going to go up, no doubt. Um, and, uh, now you're going to get the average house like three years ago, four years ago, that was worth six, 700,000 is going to be over a million dollars now. Now they may end up paying a tax. So I don't know. It's going to, they're going to try to slow that market down. How, but I'm going to tell you the next, like I said earlier, next three months, housing prices will go up and it'll, it'll level off after that for the rest of the year. That's, that's my take on, uh, 2022.
3: I agree with Rob. And um, right now, um, you know, if you're a seller and, and you, your house is ready, uh, the demand is so high everywhere. Uh, Hamilton is hot, hot, hot. Um, so these sellers are going to do really well um, in these next few weeks because there's just not much up. And if you have a quality product that you put up, uh, buyers are going to want it.
2: So the inventory issue isn't really going to change
1: inventory is not going to change for a while. It, it's going to be down for a long time, but what, what will happen is that you're going to see uh, buyers just kind of, they're, 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 they're getting fed up because you know, we are dealing with buyers that put, you know, 10 offers on 10 different houses and lost every one. Now these buyers are putting, they're putting offers on houses normally in the normal market. They wouldn't put an offer in because they would keep looking for the right house because they have the time to do it. But but they just want to get a house. They just want to get something so that they can just get something in their name. And that's what's driving these prices up because now everybody's in the same boat. And, and, just, and just like I was talking earlier about my friends, they, they were, they, they were going to make a decision on putting an offer on a house that I wasn't really. I said to him, I go, I go buddy, I go, like, this, is not, this is not something you would have bought if, if we had lots of time and nobody else is pushing it. And he goes, you know what, you're right, but I need a house. Yeah, but you're going to be here six months and say, we should have waited. I said, it's better to be uncomfortable for a short term than be uncomfortable for a long term.
2: That's a great point. I'm
3: definitely, sorry, Rick. Yeah, and I I just think back to even last year, you know, first-time buyers trying to get into the market. And, you know, what is that going to look like this spring for those buyers coming out, the first-time buyers? You know, uh, it's it's a crash course, uh, definitely. This is a fast-paced market, and it can be quite overwhelming.
2: Because we've seen a lot of retirees and boomers kind of cash in on their homes, is there more interest in condos? Is that market heating up?
1: That market is good, but I'm not a favor for the condo market. Now, if you're buying a condo for long term, and let's just say you buy a condo for $400,000, and I know it's hard to get a $400,000 townhouse. Now, two, three years ago, you could have. Okay? So... And I, and I was just talking to my son, Phil. He goes, you know what? He goes, he bought a condo. He lived in it and, and now he, he, he's renting it now. And he's moved in with his girlfriend. Now, here's the thing about this. He said, I should have bought a townhouse because my equity would have grown more than the equity in the condo. Right. Condos, they do they do go up in value, but not as fast as... The uh, townhouses, detached homes, semis, and everything else like that. So, to me, now, now the townhouses and detaches are getting so expensive. You, maybe town, the, the condo, apartment-style condominium is the way to go. But in, in, in my opinion, and I, I'm not a big fan of them, but a lot of people buy them. They're selling crazy. They're doing it. That, that, and everybody you know has their different options of buying and selling real estate. Me, I, I, I like to have the townhouse or the detached home, the semi, I think my money will go a lot further that way. And, and that's my opinion on, on, uh, on, on the values of condos and, uh, and uh, detached and semis and townhouses.
3: You know, Rob, what would you say, you know, if someone is looking for a condo, Would you say, um, you know, look at a new build, buy before it's built, or would you say go for one that's already up? Well,
1: right now, uh, condo developers, they're pricing their condos so expensive. They're basically, they're adding what the condo is going to be of value in a year to 18 months from now. So they seem expensive now and it is expensive, but they know that it, they know with the economy, the way it's going, that, uh, what, by the time they take possession, uh, it, it's still a deal, but they're, 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 they're predicting what the market is going to be in a year. And that's, and that's what's happened here. Now, the, the condo market in Hamilton before three years ago, before 2017, there were great deals here, but then all of a sudden we get the Toronto buyers and investors coming into Hamilton, and now, now they've driven the market up for the condos. And, but, and that's why I still feel the appreciation of condos are good, but they're not good, good enough for me as an investment.
2: One more issue to get to with uh, trends to watch out for in the Hamilton housing market in 2022. We'll save it for after the break. It has to do with the pandemic, of course. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Two of us riding nowhere, spending some.
2: Welcome back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfie and Melissa Deruder, our special guests this morning, the sales representatives with REMAX's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-E. FI.com, the hottest listings in town on that website. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales. The first ever real estate team in Hamilton to sell 1,000 homes in a year. They did it in 11 months. 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. And follow the Golfie team on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Instagram, Give them a like, give them a follow, and uh, they do some great stuff on social. Email the Golfie team if you have a topic idea or a question you would like us to tackle on a future show. Questions at RobGolfie.com. That's questions at RobGolfie.com. In a couple of minutes we'll tell you why you need to stage your home if you're putting it on the market, but one last trend to talk about in terms of 2022 here in the Hamilton housing market and it's pandemic related. How would another lockdown affect the real estate market?
1: I, I, don't, think, uh, I don't think it's going to affect it. Uh, we're, we're so used to this up and down and uh, phase two, phase one, phase three. Um, interest rates may go up a quarter percent, but I don't think it's going to affect it. I think I think we're just used to being in this kind of environment in this world that uh, I I, I truly feel that it'll just continue on. Now, I mean, Again, we still have people that are scared of this COVID, and they're not doing the move that they probably normally would have done. So that that is a big part of the shortage. So I, I think this is as long as they keep shutting down everything and, and scaring everybody uh, in in the world that uh, this deadly uh, pandemic. Uh, I think it, there's going to be a shortage uh, until this pa- this pandemic's over with.
2: That's a good point. Let's uh, shuffle off to our next topic about uh, staging your home. There's a survey from the National Association of Realtors that shows that home staging continues to be a significant part of the home buying and selling process. How important is home staging?
1: Super important. Very important. And I'll tell you a true story that just happened about two, three weeks ago. Um uh, a, a small builder that was had three homes that he just built. they are townhouses, and he had it listed with uh, another agent, completely empty house, totally empty. and he had it for sale, seven fifty could not sell it. And he was frustrated and 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 said, and people kept telling me that they had to call the golfy team call the golfy team. So he called us, we visited him, and I said, yeah, we can sell this. I says, I, I can't believe you you haven't sold it.' I said, the first thing is you got to get this place cleaned up, right? This is a brand new house. Like, so it, it needs cleaning up because people keep walking in through with their shoes and stuff like that. Get it cleaned. We fully staged the house. Fully staged it. Sold it in a week. <laughs> That's the difference. Wow. There, 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 there you go, Rick. It's, it's plain and simple. We have uh, uh, over 10,000 square foot warehouse. Furniture. Plus, we've got houses furnished out there right now, and and and, and part of our 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 system is that we don't charge for staging. That's part of our business. That's part of uh, of what you hire us for. Staging makes the difference. Now, um, so believe me, it, it is it is huge, and we've sold a lot of houses because of it. And and if anybody says uh, it it doesn't, well, you know what? They're, they they don't they haven't sold enough houses to figure that out yet.
3: You know, Rick, I uh, had a recent experience, and I had sellers a high end home didn't want to stage, and uh, you know it did take a while to sell the house, and so sellers may be under the pre- impression that buyers can come in and they can envision right they they can see what it could be. You no know, buyers want to come in; they want to see Home and Garden Television and they want to see Home Sense. That's what they want to see. <laughs> It, it's true, you know, that's what they want to see. And uh, we've gotten used to that, right? So if, if we play into that, uh, what those buyers want, you know, and then it's it's the thing my mom always says, you know, you want a buyer to become frisky for the home. She uses a different word, but frisky for the home. And the staging is what is that initial attraction, like, whoa, look what this place can look like. Um, So it's so important. And in the case of that house that I had, you know, in hindsight, yes, Staging would have made a difference in terms of money uh, for the seller and time on market
2: a couple of other items from this survey buyers agents overwhelmingly 82% said staging a home made it easier for a buyer to visualize the property as a future home something that melissa just referred to and staging also increased the price of a home that when it's sold for between one and five percent higher than what it was listed for and in, in in many cases and uh, another 31% according to the survey said that home staging greatly decreased the amount of time a home spent on the market so there you go it increases the price uh Uh, Fewer days on market and uh, it sells um, uh, over asking. When we come back, one more question I do have about staging that we'll get to after the break. We also have some trivia as well for Rob and Melissa. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. And one last go around here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHL. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy and Melissa Deruder, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Call them today at 905 575 7700, whether you're buying or selling a home. That number again is 905 575 7700. Online, the website is robgolfy.com. That's Rob G O L fi.com. before the break we were chatting about uh, why it's important to stage your home if if someone just wanted to do one room in their home what's the most important room that should be staged
1: uh i would say the uh the living room the living room is 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 definitely the most important uh, but i also would add the foyer walking in because people make their decisions buying that house as soon as they will open the front door, mm-hmm. and they feel that comforting, that loving feeling, and, and you know the house smells good, it looks good, it you know, but uh, definitely the living room is is a big key factor. There's no doubt about that. All
2: right, let's get to some trivia. We'll test your knowledge on uh, all things that are Burlington related today. Um, so we'll start with uh, question number one: What fruit? was first grown in Burlington and I had no idea that this was the answer. What would your guess be?
1: Strawberries?
3: Oh. I'm going to say uh
2: starfruit. All right. Star. No, I
3: just I want to be in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> two good, two good answers. But no, uh, the first ever peaches grown in Canada were in Burlington, Grindstone Creek Watershed in the city's southwest end, is when they first popped up. So there you go, peaches. Uh, question number peaches two would have been my second guess. Would have been my second <laughs> guess. <laughs> yeah, go. Burlington has the most species of blank than almost anywhere in the world.
1: I know. I I remember uh, reading up on this. Most species of.
3: Is it a plant
1: some sort of plant, Rick? No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a either a lizard or a, it's some kind of some kind of small little a
3: salamander of
2: some sort. Something like that, I think it is <laughs> salamander. Uh, what it, is it, Rick? Also, also what is it Rick? Is it Rick? Is it's, it's salamander? It's not salamander. It's lilac. So you're on the right course when you when yeah. you were talking about plants. Yeah, the RBG displays oh. over 745 lilac plants. Um almost divorce and everything. I was yeah. way off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> question number three. What two famous actors slash comedians went to school in Burlington?
3: Jim Carrey? Was he one?
2: That is one. I, on that one. Yeah, that's, that's correct. One yeah.
1: Yeah. Who's and the I, other? I I know um uh, uh Dan Aykroyd a Hamilton, I think, and same thing with uh Martin Short is Hamilton. Who's a comedian from uh Oh, what's his name? Uh, is, is is he passed away? The other guy? Uh, no, they're is both the very guy? much alive.
2: No, he's he, they're both or, alive. The, ooh, could you, I was just reading up about Canadian uh, famous people. I
3: and, have no idea. Mike Myers?
2: Mike Myers is incorrect. No, so Jim Carrey number oh. one. He attended Aldershot High School, and the second is Ryan Gosling, who attended Lester B. Pearson. Uh, That's state. right, because go.
1: Ryan Gosling goes to Burlington because his mother lives there still. There you go. And he hangs out, and they go to this cafe on Brant Street all the time. <laughs> I
3: had no idea. Yeah. This is exciting. I might have to go yeah. to that cafe. Yeah, That's right, yeah.
2: yeah. All right, question number yeah. four. Every year, the city of Burlington closes a road for what endangered species to cross? Hint, you mentioned it earlier.
3: Oh, the salamanders.
2: You are right, yeah. <sighs> the Jefferson, yeah, yeah. Jefferson salamander. They, did it close the road for those salamanders? Since to cross? since 2012, the uh, the city officially closes King Road from the base of the Niagara Escarpment to Mountain Brow Road for three weeks, starting around the first week in March, to allow these salamanders to cross the road and do their thing. There you go. Wow, good good for the city. I know. That's, That's really interesting. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, question number five: In the 1980s, the Hamilton Spectator did an investigation and discovered that Burlington's King Road is also a Blank. Burlington's King Road.
3: What is
2: King. it? So well,
1: what they did it. King Road was um, something to do. It, it's to do way back from uh, the eighteen hundred.
3: Is it an old an old trading route of some sort,
2: or could be? But that's I, I not the answer a, in front of a me. Rail. I
1: think it's a rail. <laughs> I think it was a rail line.
2: A Rail line. All right. Well. Uh, there is a hint here. New Brunswick has one and is the most popular. I don't know if that'll help.
1: Uh, yeah, you're from the East Coast, aren't
2: you? No, me, no. Oh. Well, yeah. and- <gasps> oh. <laughs> okay, that's sorry. a little East. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, Rick. What's, what's the answer for it's that a, It's a magnetic hill, and it's so powerful. Well, apparently, cool. I've never tried this, but you can put your car in neutral, and you will roll uphill. How about that? That's pretty well. King Road. Yeah.
3: I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how that Good works. On,
2: I wonder how that works on electric cars. <laughs> Will it short everything out. I don't know. Yeah, maybe stay away. <laughs> hey, we got to run. Thank you to Rob and Melissa for joining us on the latest edition of the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition. We're back next Saturday at nine on 900 CHML.
0: The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900-CHML.